Hey guys, welcome to The Roundtable. This is episode 118. I'm Jenny Walker, the social media ministry leader here at Life Church, and this is Mike Hill. He is our pastor, and sitting in between us is Janelle Smelser. Maybe <laughs> the reigning guest that's been at Life Church the longest. Really? Well, you had Dan on, and so we came together. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, How long ago has Dan been on? It was a while. It's, he was, was at the, near the beginning. Okay. He was at downstairs at the table. Mm-hmm. Downstairs yeah. at the table. Yeah, remember when we were down here, we moved down here, and then we had the table. Oh, it's supposed to be yeah. a round table. Yes, it wasn't. He was yeah. at the roundish he table. He was at the oval table. The oval table, yeah. <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah, it just had. And how long have you been here? Easter of 06. 06. Yep, I was pregnant with Hayden, so. Started in 04, got here in 06. Yep. And you guys came from Chicago. Yes. Yeah. What were you doing in Chicago? I forget. Um, Well, we lived in Michigan with, after we got married, we we were living in Michigan, and Dan's parents got transferred. That's right. Yeah. And so we just, it was, do we find our own place in Michigan, because we were living with them? Do we find our own place, move with them. And they were moving to, I think it was. We were living with his parents. Yes, because they had a four bedroom house Mm. and it was like a tri-level. So like we lived on one level and they lived on another level. How was that? Do you mind living with parents? Oh no, it was fine. Are you going to let your kids live with you? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah yeah oh yeah they yeah. can all stay they're fine i get i mean if i could i'd get a bigger house and let them all stay with me that's fine you would oh yeah that's what oh, they used to do God. back in the old days and that's what a lot of cultures yeah. do it doesn't uh, it doesn't be bother my me culture. i'm like how soon can you get out it, it doesn't bother me yeah they're well, fine loving the empty nest stage no nope. <laughs> yeah well and i'll be a while because you know even if aaron, you were asking if aaron was still at home yeah aaron's 18 he's still at home but yeah. i hannah's only six yeah so I got a while. <laughs> yeah, I, <do. laughs> I mean, even if the other three leave, I still got a six-year-old. So yeah, yeah. But it is a little bit different, right? If yeah. they're all still at home. Yeah. 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 Well, and you know, like Stella was itching to have one move out so that she can have her own room because uh, she's sharing. She she's yeah. sharing a room. Well, maybe but. you can just get them to buy groceries and pay rent, and then you'll be good. There we go. Yeah. Hey. And well, that's, that's an that is what we did when we lived with Dan's parents. We had an agreement. Okay. And we paid a certain amount of rent and we were welcome to eat whatever they were eating for dinner if we wanted to, but we bought our own groceries. Oh, really? And we had a refrigerator down in the basement and we had our, so we did our own thing. So it's and, like a little apartment down there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then when his parents got transferred, we ended up, my family's in Chicago. So, and that's where we actually met was in the Is Chicago area. They're still there? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Do you go back up there? As often as we can, not as often as I'd like to, Okay. but they're in the Northwest suburbs, not in the city, but it's just easier because nobody knows. You might yeah. go up there and get shot. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's Chicago. Yeah. And when we first moved here, I, cause I'm very much a family, like I want to be with my family. I, I, I struggled. I was like, nope, we, we need to go back because I want to be with my family. I want to be there. And so for years I regretted moving here. Wow. And then now I'm to the, I'm the complete opposite though. I'm like, mm, no, they can come over here. <laughs> I There's don't want to leave. Yeah. Having them. Well, and not I mean, that, not not that I don't way. have the family, but I don't want to leave. I don't want to take my kids out of the environment yeah. of, the small country town that we live in right back to the big crazy right like there's no reason to go back to all the crazy that's going on like i like that you know less than a mile down the road from me is a cornfield yeah <laughs> like <laughs> you like that aspect of i mean life. yeah it's 
quiet. Even though Children of the Corn. Yes. <laughs> okay. Have you ever watched that movie? Yes, and I haven't okay. seen any come out of Mile the corn. down the road. There <laughs> might be some coming out of the cornfield. And I drive that noise. <laughs> my aunt used to do that all the time. And I drive through the country quite a bit doing my air, my running for people and all that kind of stuff. And so far, we haven't had any children come out of the corn. So <laughs> I have had deer racing you, me down the road. Like so you do baby running deer. For people? Well, like that's a thing. Like running errands and stuff. Oh, I was thought you said for other people. Yeah, running for other people, running their errands. You yeah, run a- you, he can't run in the mile, so she's gonna pick up that mile for him. Yes. No, I'm saying like I didn't know that's a thing. No, like you go run errands for other people. Uh-huh. Wow. For the people that I do healthcare for, or dog sit for, or clean houses for, I go run their errands for them. Huh. Like pick up groceries and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, I do that for Glenda. I pick up her groceries. Yeah, really. And order them and put them away. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that was a thing. Mm -hmm. So you're like their maid? Kind of. House helper. It just feels good to help, doesn't Mm -hmm. it? Yeah. It's what I do best. Yeah, I didn't mean it bad. I was just like, I've never even heard of it. I mean, heard people clean houses, but not. Yeah, well, most of my client, a majority of my clients are older. And I mean, they're like grandparents to my kids. And so... And, you know, they've kind of adopted my kids. Mm -hmm. And so they love having my kids over and they sponsor them in, you know, whatever they're doing at school. And they, I can't remember where I was going with that. Yeah, they're older. So they need me to, you know, it's, you know, one will call me, hey, I can't figure out my TV and I'll run over there and figure it out. Or, hey, you know, could you, one asked me to help her learn how to use her air fryer the other day. (laughs) And then she made me lunch. So I was there cleaning and she's like, do you know how to use an air fryer? And I said, yeah. And so she's like, well, could you show me my new air fryer? So I showed it all to her. And then I was cleaning and she goes, you have to come join me for lunch because she made me lunch. That's sweet. Wow. This is going to be, I got to ask this question because I can't stop looking at your arm. The sticker? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Then she could tell us all about it. No, I was like. I I didn't even notice it. I'm like, is this like a, if I say something. A nicotine patch? No. Actually, (laughs) it works like a nicotine patch would. It's a vitamin patch that absorbs. Yeah. And so. She's all on this like health kick right now. Yeah. Dan and I started, it's been a year now since we've started it using these products. Oops, I moved it. Um of it's two caps in the morning and then a shake and then you put your patch on and you're done for the day. And that's you're why you're done eating? No. <laughs> oh. With say. your vitamins. With your vitamins. <laughs> no. That is a terrible meal. No, 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 no. <laughs> but you're done with your vitamins and your nutrition and everything that you have to do for your day. And that's why Dan liked it because it's so easy. Well then the boys got on this kick of counting their calories and going to the gym and working out and doing all this kind of stuff. Well, now Dan, they're, he's see, they're having results and Dan's seeing it. Now Dan's doing, so now he's counting the calories wow. and on the meal plan and going to the gym. And now Stella's going to the gym because she's Dan's gym, gym partner. Yeah. And then um, he, I just like, we do like that it's easy. One, two, three. And it just absorbs through your skin the vitamins that you need. I was having gut health issues, so I couldn't absorb the medication I was needing oh. that I was taking. Like I was taking a thyroid medicine and my doctor's like, this isn't working for you. And I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. And it turns out I was having issues with my gut health. So I couldn't absorb the medication like I needed to. And this absorbs through your skin instead of through your stomach, your stomach. And so were you yeah. taking vitamins then orally before that, and they weren't absorbing either? Yep. Wow. So, I mean, how did you get on 
I, vitamin patches. It's crazy <laughs> that I, I think it was. Man, I can't get off these patches. <laughs> it was through. I think. I think. I try to think back to figure out who, how I met her, but I met a gal through. I think one of my mommy groups that I was in on Facebook. I don't know, but I was. I started following her story. She lived in New Mexico when all the fires started. Her and her husband had a ranch, and like the fires were at her door. Like they burned her front yard. Wow. Like the cows were eating the flowers that were in the front yard. And then once they were done eating and then they, I mean, they didn't lose buildings. They didn't lose animals, fortunately, but I saw her always wearing this patch and talking about it. And she was able to, I mean, she's got three kids and was going through all these forest fire things and still like smiling and happy. And I'm like, wait a minute, (laughs) what what do you have that I don't have? Okay. And so I started asking questions and I mean, I was drinking three or four cups of coffee a day just to try to get from breakfast to bedtime. Yeah. Okay. And did that? That, that was working. messing up my stomach big time. Got it. Oh, yeah. And that you're getting energy problem. from the, oh, that? Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Can you put like 10 of them on you? <laughs> <laughs> if you're having a bad day, can you just? Well, there's just a couple like different kinds. Oh, yeah. There's a couple different so kinds. Is that a multivitamin one? Mm-hmm. Okay. And it hmm. gives you energy and mood support and focus and all. Mood. My kids, my kids love the mood support. Mood support. Oh yeah, because I'm much a much happier mommy. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Really? Well, like I said, I'm much different with Hannah than I was with the big kids. Yeah. Huh. And I've learned a lot because now I can focus. So mm-hmm. I've learned a and lot. And this is just something you buy through you. Well, because you do yeah. sell them, right? Like, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Or you can just yeah. She's kind of like an website. influencer for that kind of stuff. Yeah. You're an influencer. Yes. Yeah. Are you really? Yeah. She's always promoting it, always like on doing stuff. Like, Where? yeah. On Facebook. On Facebook or Instagram. I'm learning Instagram. I still have to ask my kids questions. Wow. I'm glad I have teenagers because yeah. I'm like, how do you do this? Okay. Well, I'm yeah. sorry. I anyway, just had to get okay. that out of the way because I'm like, I can't keep looking at it without asking. I just okay. hadn't, I didn't even notice it. At all. It's like a band aid. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I like. Why do you um, put it there? I kept trying to look at it and read it, and I, I thought, this is getting distracting. I move it all over because, oh, okay. I mean, if you wear it in one place too long, the adhesive, it, oh. it can get it annoying. And one patch a day? Yeah. And the mood <laughs> goes away. Yeah. The bad mood goes <laughs> away. Yeah, I was on anxiety and mostly anxiety. They, they called it depression medicine. I don't know why they call it that because I wasn't depressed. Mine was anxiety. But, um. Lexapro. Yeah, no. Oh. Robutrin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Lexapro is what Aaron was on, and he chose to stop taking that himself because he's like, Mom, it makes you numb. Um, makes you who? Numb. Numb. He's like, and I'm like, for a teenager to figure that out, I'm like. That's, yeah. And he's, so he f- figured out how to support it with the diet. And okay. that amazing. works for him. But, yeah, no, I stopped taking the, I kept forgetting to go refill my my prescription, but I was using these things and the other two products and realized that I felt Great and didn't need. So if you go on your Facebook, people will be able to figure out what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Right yeah. Wow. What Janelle's, is the name of the company? Influence. Lavelle. Lavelle. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or Thrive is the product. Oh, but Thrive. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thrive I wonder is- how many people can't like uh, consume or absorb vitamins. Probably a lot because and a lot of what we take just sets in your stomach. Like it doesn't dissolve. What That's does? the problem. A lot of the vitamins and stuff that you take just set like a rock in your stomach. They don't mm-hmm. dissolve. So what good is that? Do you take vitamins? Yeah, but I'm wondering if I'm having the same issue that you are. My problem was because I drank so much coffee and for so many years, because I used to work at, co- at Cath- uh, Coffee Divine. Mm-hmm. And oh, you did? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Back in the day? Oh, yeah. I used to go there when I was like 
little when I lived on Madison Street. I'd yep. walk there. Oh, I loved and I loved working there. It was amazing. Right. And um, well, you and Joe would always come in. Mm-hmm. Um, Coffee shop Joe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, so that's kind of started my consumption of coffee all the time because, you know, well, yeah. you're at the coffee yeah, shop. It's always there. get another cup of coffee. But, yeah, drinking that much coffee, ooh, I wrecked my stomach big time. Okay, so let's talk. Anyway. Any books that you've read in the past year that you would recommend? Books that I've read, ooh. Good or TV shows. I do read. A lot of times I listen to books online okay, so give anymore. Me one you've listened to. Um, that still counts. Good question. We're pro listeners. My Spotify that I listen to. I don't even know because mostly I just listen to podcasts. Okay, so give us a podcast Um, recommendation. Mindset Mile right now by with Asia Zaza is the one I'm. Asia Zaza. Asia, I think is how she she says it so fast. Asia A I S H A Zaza. What is it about? Um, Just improving your well. Her first thirty days that she does. Now I'm on season two, but her first thirty days is. She wants you to walk a mile a day or run oh, a so mile like a day. That's where she started. Uh-huh. But she's gone into just encouraging your mindset, encouraging you to, if you're interested in changing something, you know, maybe pick up a new hobby or pick up, you know, just things to to learn new things, education or anything like that. She changes topics all the time, recipes. Um, so have you done any about, of her recommendations? I've... I actually took notes the other day. I stopped. I was in the middle of a cleaning and took notes on what she was saying so that I can look up the books yeah, no, because they sound really good. Like you listen to it and you're like, I'm going to go do this. Oh, well, I'm going to start. I haven't yet, but I'm going to start doing the mile that she talked about. Are you, you going to run, run it? I can't run. Are you going to walk? I'm going to start with walking. Mm-hmm. Hopefully I can get to running, but I haven't been able to run yet. Um, my knees aren't the greatest, but we're going to try it. You can walk a mile, though, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because you have as much cleaning as you do. Oh, yeah. That's walking a mile. The bending and squatting and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Maybe but that yeah. counts. Yeah, Maybe it, does. it does. Maybe you should just put on your Apple Watch and you'll know. I should. <laughs> I now, should. Then you might get your mile. So I, can know. I know I get all my squats in and then pushing the sweeper. I'm like, this is core <sighs> exercise. I'm telling oh you, gosh. I turn my uh, thing on when I'm mm-hmm. vacuuming. Yep. I turn my exercise on to other. <laughs> I do. You, you Good idea. Yes, I burn like 300 calories. When you're Good sweeping. Idea. When I'm vacuuming, yeah. Uh-huh. I, I don't mess around. Room? Huh? Like your room. Everywhere. The oh. whole house. You've cleaned the whole house? Yeah, often. Wow. That's impressive. I like to clean. Well, and my dogs are hairy. Yes. So I feel obligated to make sure. Get the house cleaned up. Yeah, so I don't hear my mom complain. Okay. What about a TV show, Netflix, something that you've watched that you would recommend? I don't watch TV. Okay. I really don't. I No, because either Dan's got the remote in the living room or (laughs) the kids have the remote in their room. And so I'm usually in the kitchen somewhere in between. So I kind of just pick and choose. We really, I really like, and Dan will put them on, um, like the crime shows, like NCIS and those kind of shows. I really like set. What is it about women on podcasts that will watch about how to murder people? Yeah. It's like every woman on the podcast. What have you been listening to? How to Murder My Husband? <laughs> crime documentaries yep. so I can learn how to hide Those are it my sister's it. favorite is the crime documentaries. Yeah, yeah. I, we like like, Hawaii, like CSI, Hawaii and, and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, I like to watch those. But And that's kind of what we used to watch. That and like pre-children. We'd sit and watch like Survivor and Amazing Race and all those. Like I like those kind Pre-kids, of shows. Meaning your kids don't like Survivor? No, it's just meaning that I'm more busy now. Got it. So I don't, I don't sit down okay. ever like this for me. Like I, I don't sit, I sit in the car. 
Okay. <laughs> I don't sit because if I sit, I'm going and I'm not doing something, I'm mm-hmm. going to fall asleep. Okay. So I don't sit. I'm always standing That's and moving smart. around and doing things because I'm always, my neighbors probably think I'm crazy because we leave the house 10 million times. I'm <laughs> running a kid here, running a kid there. And, oh, I forgot this. Or, oh, I forgot. So my or neighbors probably think I'm crazy. Are, like I'm about ready to sit down. I'm just going to get in my car and drive around. Yeah. Really? <laughs> so I don't fall asleep? You'll really fall asleep? If I just sit down and then do nothing, I will fall asleep. Don't get Janelle on the road. <laughs> she yeah. might be falling asleep. I won't fall asleep when do I'm driving, Do you think it's because your brain is like, why do you think that is? I don't know. Because I do the same thing unless I'm in a meeting and then I really have to yeah. like do something. Yeah. Yeah. No, but if I'm, if I'm driving, no, because then my brain is engaged. That's yes. why I don't use cruise control. Dan cannot see, understand why I don't use cruise I control. Oh, because I you can't have... drive. I, on a country road, I put cruise control on. I yeah. can't handle cruise control yeah. because really? I want to be in full control of my vehicle. And if that if I take away something that be, I have to concentrate on, I'll fall asleep uh, or I'll daydream. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No cruise That's control for me. Okay. How about best childhood memory? And oh. we're saying childhood could be your... Uh, middle school time, uh-huh. high school, sometime when you were a kid. What, what's right. one of your favorite memories? Probably going to visit, because every summer we would go visit my, we did family, like when I say we did family vacations, we did family vacations as a family to visit other family because we always lived a great distance from both sets of grandparents and okay. all the aunts and uncles. And so it was always, you know, eight, 10 hours down south oh, wow. to um, Junction City, Kansas area to visit or part of Missouri to visit my dad's side of the family or way up far north um, in Wisconsin to visit my mom's side of the family. So probably just I even was thinking about my aunt the other day because she had a, they had a farm in Missouri and they had, I think, five kids. And over the course of the time that they were foster parents, they fostered a hundred kids. Whoa. I mean, it was a huge amount of time that they, oh, time yeah, span, but they fostered a hundred kids. kids, but they were willing to take in teenagers. They were willing to take in sibling groups. And because I believe my aunt, but for sure her oldest daughter had nursing training, they were willing to take the NICU babies that were like wow. the drug babies. Oh, wow. And so they, they had those kids and, and yet she's, and they had, they had the farm, they had lots of acres of cows, pigs. I mean, everything that they did. And then they also had an auto shop right there mm-hmm. on the farm. And I'm just thinking the other day, I'm like, how did she, how did she keep the plates spinning without dropping them? Cause yeah. I mean, it always seemed seamless when you went there and I'm just, she's going to hang, the wash, as she said it, the wash out on the line. The wash. Yes, out on the line. Wash. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, you know, and she always had, you know, she took lunch out to to them in the fields. She took, you know, she always had hot dinner made. Mm-hmm. And then we'd still sit down and play cards at the end of the day. And I'm like, how do you do this? And hot now breakfast. You know. Put a vitamin patch. Yes. <laughs> and she you didn't have a vitamin patch. Your body and you could right. like a I robot. don't know. Yep. Maybe too much coffee. But she didn't have <laughs> yeah. a vitamin patch. But oh my goodness, I was thinking she was amazing. Like, I don't know how she did. I need to message my cousin and be like, how did she do that? <laughs> Different generation. Oh, so do you like sure, to travel? Sure. Oh, I love to travel. Okay. So if you could pick somewhere, where would you go? I don't know. We recently did an amazing trip. We took the kids to Florida, and I had never been to Florida before. Oh, you hadn't? No. So what part of Florida. We went to Orlando, Ugh. and then over to Cocoa <laughs> Beach. Okay. But that was amazing, just to take the kids and. You love the beach. I. We just went to Cocoa Beach, like on the way home to see oh, it because it. I hadn't seen the ocean. But I'll I'll go anywhere. Okay. Wherever you want to take me, I'll go. No, I'm just like <laughs> some people yeah. are homebodies. Some people love to travel. I do like to be at home, but. I wouldn't mind traveling either. Like I would, especially the first, this time around, 
we used a travel agent and she happens to be a friend of ours that we grew up with in high school and college and then ended up realizing that now she's also she's a travel agent so she helped us book the whole trip and I was a nervous wreck leading up to it and then once we had gone and the fact that she had taken care of everything I was like well this isn't so bad (laughs) did you fly no we drove wow with all your kids and an extra oh wow did you rent a van nope we took our van wow (laughs) (laughs) that was fun though because we had it inspected before we left to make sure that it was road ready and it wasn't road ready it wasn't it It broke down it well we had to fix it before we left oh 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 so at least you knew it wasn't road ready beforehand yeah no kidding so you had to get some stuff fixed yeah we had to fix a few things okay so So outside of your salvation what's the biggest god moment of your life so like something significant that happened, whether it be that you and Dan experienced, whether it be a church service, whether it be a. Probably the one that would stand out to me, probably one of the most is I was working at a daycare and right after I had Hannah and things just weren't working as far as the schedule went for my schedule that they needed me there and the schedule trying to keep everything balanced. Then Hannah was only six weeks old. Mm. And so I was like, or maybe she was a little older, might've been three months old, but still she was little and trying to balance what she needed and what the family needed. And I was working late hours and I had thought I found another daycare position in town versus driving to Andrews every day. Um, in town, literally within walking distance of my house and Stella could come with me and I could put her on the bus from the daycare and Hannah would be able to go to the daycare with me as she was to the other one. And I had given my two weeks notice and I'm, I remember still sitting in the classroom during nap time and getting a phone call. And it was the daycare director telling me that they know they had had a restructuring and they no longer were going to be able to hire me. And I audibly heard, I mean, I literally turned around and looked, I audibly heard God say, trust me, it's going to be all right. I heard a man's voice. There was no one there, (laughs) but I heard it go, trust me, it's going to be okay. And I went, Oh, (laughs) okay then. (laughs) So now I have to text my husband and tell him I don't have a job. Yeah. And I've already given my two weeks notice, but okay. And I started praying. And that's where another thing that when Dan and I, we probably went, I don't know, a good, we got married in 2000, 2003, we found out we couldn't have kids on our own unless we did in vitro and we were good candidates. So we did it. And February 14th, I believe it was of 2004, we started our first in vitro treatment and the first round didn't, didn't work. And I remember laying in our room, just being really upset and crying because it didn't work. And Dean coming in and I said, why aren't you upset about this? You should be upset. And he goes, well, I prayed about it. God's Mm. got it. Mm. And I'm like, So now I have to worry for the both of us. Okay. And so I remembered that when this lady had called and said there was no job. And then I audibly heard God go, don't worry about it. I got this. Mm -hmm. I remember Dan saying that. And I thought, okay, I'm just going to pray about it and it's going to be okay. And I was walking or Stella, I think which child Stella up to the bus and the neighbor had come out and she was walking her little one up to the bus, which she had newly moved to the neighborhood. So I hadn't really met her yet 
walking her little one up to the bus too and saying that she needed a babysitter for her younger one. Mm. And would I be available to babysit? There you go. Wow. That's amazing. (laughs) So we started a home daycare for a while till COVID hit, but. Till COVID hit. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. It's like a lot of people's story till COVID hit. Yeah. So did you grow up in a Christian home? I did. My parents were pastors at, through in the Salvation Army, just Both like Dan's parents. Yeah. Oh, just wow. Like Dan's how did parents. I miss that part of the Oh, story? just like Dan's parents. Yeah. yeah that's how we met. That part. Yeah. I must have missed that in Dan's story. I don't remember Dan's, that either, I don't think. Yeah. My parents were Salvation Army pastors, just like Dan's parents. And, and so that's how you met? It's mm-hmm. like all the Salvation Army kids get together and yep. date each other? <laughs> they do. Some of them, yes. <laughs> yeah. They do. Is it just like Many a, of you them got are a married. group to pick from and say, <laughs> everybody gather to Salvation yep. Army's date night. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. It might actually be a thing to do. Yep. Some, to some extent, yes. Yeah. We did. We did. We, a lot, there's a lot that are, yeah, that were what we call Salvation Army kids or Sally kids that yeah. Sally could. They got married. We just shortened the salvation. Yeah. Army to Sally. Mm-hmm. Um, because back then, I or mean, the okay, salvation army officers was kids. bigger. Uh huh. You know, right? Yeah. I mean, not the salvation And especially army the area we now. were in, because we were in the Chicago area. And so his, my parents were no longer actually pastoring an actual church building. They were now lay pastors within the large church we were in. And then my Dan's parents were at another location, but they also came over to the, to the big church that we were going to. So that's yeah. how. We so met. don't you think it's interesting? Now I'm going to say this cause I might be wrong, but I think it's interesting that both of you came from, and I don't, not that I've been, so I'm going to make an assumption, not that mm-hmm. I've been to a Salvation Army church service before. Mm-hmm. So you both come from the Salvation Army church, but I feel like I remember you guys saying that you went to Willow Creek. We did. So Willow Creek and the Salvation yep. Army are like yep. night and day different. Because mm-hmm. I thought, because back then, when you're planning a church, Bill Hybels was the guy you mm-hmm. read about, right? Because yep. he's the guy that somewhat uh, was a pioneer. Mm-hmm. I mean, he kind of turned out to be a loser, but I mean, <laughs> depends on huh? depends on who you believe. Oh, you mean you don't think it's true? It depends on who you believe. Well, I don't honestly know. If you, I if mean, the, I'd have to do my research. If the stories are true that right. that really happened, then right. that would be a bummer. Right. Because he was a pretty great pioneer right. in church planning. Right. right? The and things that he did. That he was a businessman. Yeah, in yeah, that aspect. That chose to mm-hmm. plan a church. And so his books were always phenomenal back yes. then. So when you guys first came, and I just feel like that was a part of your story, like they went to Willow Creek. And we I'm did. Like, wow. We actually found you because of Willow Creek. So... We grew up in the Salvation Army. Then we ended up moving to Michigan because we took a youth pastor position at a Salvation Army in Michigan. And we were youth pastors for a a few years. And then when we chose not to be, Dan chose to go back to school and I chose to go back to teaching that we chose not to be youth pastors anymore. And we thought being at the church with the kiddos that we had just been youth pastors for, it was awkward. And so we found another church. We went to Res Life and Res Life was much more like this. Okay. And that's where we, where that's where we went was there. And then when we moved to Chicago, we did go back to our original church that we grew up in together and got married in. But we were like, eh, nope. (laughs) (laughs) No, this isn't doing it. It's a big, big difference. It's a big difference. And 
I had gone and my sister, my sister at the time when we moved back was going to Willow Creek. And through college, I had gone to Willow Creek some. I had gone to some events oh, there. Okay. And um, I went to Jud to well, a community college and then to Judson College, which is similar to RHU here, mm. but there. And so I had experience with Willow Creek and went with some friends there. And so we decided to give it a try and got attached to a marriage small group. And that was just mm-hmm. the end of it. And we were there. Right. And so we ended up moving here. Well, if you go on the Willow Creek site, you can actually see, like you can look up, I don't remember if it's the .com or if it's even still the same. At the time, back then, if it was the .com or the .org, but you could look up sister churches and see other churches that were similar to the church that you, really to Willow. And, and they said Life Church was similar to Willow Creek? <laughs> wow. What is what is Willow? Oh, I mean. It's a ginormous I mean, church. It's a, Where at? It's in Chicago? Chicago. Yeah, oh, in Barrington, okay. Illinois. Okay. But it's like this only times... A bunch. They have 80,000 80, members when we yeah. left. So Bill Heibel oh, is the one who started. Uh, what's the thing that you just went to, Nick? The Leadership uh, Summit? Yeah, the yeah, Leadership the Summit. Leadership. Yeah. yeah, the Global Leadership yeah. Summit was started by yeah. Willow Creek. Oh. You know, and people used to go to Willow Creek for mm-hmm. the Global Leadership Summit. Yep. Now, I don't know who hosts it or what it goes through now. But again, Bill Hybels was a businessman mm-hmm. who got on fire for Christ and then decided to plant a church. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he reached a lot of younger, um, up and coming, Mm -hmm. I would say semi-wealthy people, Mm -hmm. you know, in that area. And they just all got together, pulled their resources together. And I mean, they were reaching Mm -hmm. thousands. Yeah. They have lots of church. They have lots of locations throughout the Chicago area. So they have main campus is in Barrington. That's the one we went to, but they have other satellite locations. So yeah. And so Bill Hybels has wrote tons of books, mm-hmm. like on leadership. And mm-hmm. so I used to read all of his books. And because I always just thought it was fascinating mm-hmm. because he's a he would relate more with me from the standpoint of where do you come from? Yes. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you looked at because Saddleback was the other uh-huh. big church at the time. But Saddleback, I mean, he had went to a seminary and yeah. he kind of went the traditional route of mm-hmm. like this. And he planted through the Southern Baptist and. Yep. Willow Creek was just like, I'm starting a church. I'm a businessman. I'm on fire for Jesus. And it was kind of a, yeah. you know, and I, so I thought it was fascinating mm-hmm. to listen to mm-hmm. Bill Hybels talk, thought it was fascinating. In fact, some of the early on Christmas Eve services that we did uh-huh. were like from Willow Creek. Oh, really? Like yep. they give you a, I don't know if Willow Creek still does it, but they used to give you the whole creative yep. package you could yep. buy and yep. and so yeah. just take their ideas mm-hmm. and bring it here. Which, wow. Yeah, it was good stuff. But anyway, mm-hmm. yeah, that was, I just thought that was interesting because yep. that's mm-hmm. a big switch, mm-hmm. you know, to go from a Salvation yeah. Army church to Willow Creek or Why? even into life. And church. what's a Salvation Army church? So it's, I don't mean that bad. No, no it's, just, it's not, just very traditional. Uh huh. Um, you're going to get very much so a, which is what Dan grew up in. And it, we were in a week, he and I, so our relationship together, we grew up in a, the larger of the little, of the Salvation Army churches. Mm-hmm. We were in one of the larger ones. So it wasn't as like controlled like, um, or. No, it would be, but I'm just saying like, and if you think of like 
the the brass band on the street corner playing at the Red Kettles, like very much so. Like he was in the band, I was in the choir. Like we call it songsters, but I was in the choir. He was songsters. That's what we called it. Okay, choir. Um, so he was in the band. I was in the choir. You wore uniforms if you're a member. That was just what you did. And like the pastor has like a a uniform. uniform. Yeah, because the Salvation Army was set up based on. The Listen, army. The Salvation Army story from the beginning is fascinating. Oh yes, if it if I it mean, stayed the, the same as the Salvation Army and the yeah I- William Booth, behind, he's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That whole story again is is incredible. Mm-hmm. But it's very much like I we we can't moved here and we were like um, we're not gonna go to the. Not that there, like I said, there's nothing wrong with the Salvation Army no. here. It's just not the style we wanted. Mm-hmm. It's a lot smaller. Um, and it just didn't have the programming that we wanted to have our kids in. Like there really is no children's programming. Yeah. Like when we um, go to the Salvation Army basketball. Uh-huh. So when we used to do Salvation Army basketball, mm-hmm. the captain, I can't mm-hmm. remember what they call him. But me, he's our pastor, but these uh-huh. called the yeah. captain or something. You have a lieutenant, a captain, a major, oh. lieutenant, colonel, depending Whoever on what. Whoever the yeah. lead guy is mm-hmm. here. I mean, he comes out in full, like when he does a prayer for the Salvation Army uh-huh. to kick off the season, yep. he comes out like in full military mm-hmm. gear. Oh, wow. Not military. Well, I mean, it's dressed like yeah. like a major would dress. Yeah. Like he's got the hat and the whole yep. thing. and yep. So it's just, again, it's completely different. Dean and I have them somewhere. You do? But we did. I don't know if we still do. Oh, you should have Dan wear one when he's doing sound one Sunday. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, that'd be amazing. Yeah. 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 I don't even know where they are. Army. Yeah. That'd be funny. That would be oh. awesome. funny. That would yeah, be. So into in your journey, she grew up in obviously in a Christian home, so it's always been a part of your life. So mm-hmm. talk a little bit about what are some of the things that have been monumental when it comes to your spiritual growth? Like, has it been certain people? Has it been certain structures? Like, what are the things that yeah. have been monumental for you in your spiritual um, growth? A big one for me was always going to camp in the summer because we had different camps that we went to through the Salvation Army, but camps that we went to. So just having that env- that camp environment of, you know, Yes, you had fun stuff during the day, but, you know, you had your meetings at night Mm. and you're, you know, I feel like I probably gave my life back to Christ a few times because, you know, they talk, they, <laughs> yes. they talk you into, and like, yeah. was it, they talk was, into did it. I own, did I really own it for myself or didn't I? But yeah. probably by the time I hit high school, it was when I was really owning it for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and I was going somewhere with that. Um, oh, I, we had a, a Sunday school teacher that was the high school and then went into filtered into the college age kids um, that, Dan and I still talk about a lot of the stuff that, that he talked about and the thing, the, he did a lot on relationship. This is um, when you were a young adult. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Um, just a lot of talk. And he was actually in my sister's wedding. Um, wow. But just talk a lot about just the way you should be in a marriage and the way you should mm-hmm. be in relationships and, and that kind of thing that still kind of sticks with me. Um, and just prayer has been a big one. Just always like prayer has to be, at least for me, it should, I just had to remember, it shouldn't always be my last resort. Like, I don't know what else to do, so now I'm going to pray. Right. It has to be my first resort. Right. You know, and what do I do first? Mm-hmm. I need to pray about this, and then, you know, yes, I can go talk to my best friend about it. Yes, I can talk to Dan about it. Yes, I can talk to, you know, whoever, but mm-hmm. I need to talk to God about it first. Right. And so I think prayer's been a big one. Yeah. So could you point out any person been the most influential in your life? Do you have a person mm. that's maybe had the most influence on you? Or maybe it's somebody lately? I don't know. 
Probably my kids. Your kids? Really? Yeah. Wow. Because I feel like I've I've changed and grown and just learned a lot, even through my my spiritual walk of just having kids and how you kind of grow with them. And, you know, like you've talked about before, that, that childlike faith and seeing mm-hmm. Christ mm-hmm. through a child, you're like, oh, yeah, like, oh, like that's, you know, just reminding yourself of that childlike faith and and seeing like, Hannah the other day, it was kind of funny. She, you know, she's six and she's watching one of the YouTube people she likes to watch. And they were doing a funny little skit about um, the Grinch and Cindy Lou Who. And Cindy Lou is saying to the Grinch, well, it's not about um, the presence. It's about family and friends. And Hannah goes, no, it's about Jesus. (laughs) And I went, that's cute. You're right. It's about Jesus. So knowing what you know today, if you could go back and one, tell yourself or to tell younger moms, Mm -hmm. younger ladies, something Mm -hmm. to give them some advice, right? Mm -hmm. So you've went through, I mean, how old are you? 40, I just turned 47. Yeah. So if you could go back into those younger days. (laughs) Uh And so if we have young moms listening or Mm -hmm. new moms listening or just young women listening, Mm -hmm. what would be some advice you would have gave yourself and maybe to some other Uh, young women or young ladies out there don't worry about it and pause Mm. okay stop and think before you do anything okay because in that pause pray Mm. in that pause take a deep breath in that pause stop for a minute and think before you react because I've always been which is why my bigs will tell you that I'm so much different (gasps) than with I was so much different with them than I am with my little of Stop and think, pause, pray, think first. Don't be so reactive Okay. Be, because I was always very reactive and it was very much, you know, reacting to what they were doing versus trying to create the environment so that maybe that didn't even happen in the first place. But just pause and take a deep breath. It'll all be okay. Okay. You're only in the season one time. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's true. You're always going to get through. Yeah, yeah I mean, and you will. another season And coming. you'll look back, I actually was listening to... Asia yesterday, Shazaza, and um, <laughs> listening to her yesterday of saying, you know, you try to get through, you're, you're stuck in this moment with your kid and you're, oh, if it would just end, you know, it's the sleepless nights and if it just end, if it just end, if it just end, and then all of a sudden it does end and you stop and think, wait a minute, how long has it been since they've been sleeping through the night? Yeah. Because it was a long season when it was happening, yeah. but then it's over. Right. And so just. Push through the season. Yeah. Yeah, good. All right, so questions, Jenny? Yes, question time. Uh-oh. All right. I'm going to repeat it, even though I already said it. So Dan Smelser mm-hmm. says, the best guest ever. <laughs> <laughs> and that is her husband for everybody that doesn't know or didn't connect the dots. It'll be 23 years this year. 23. Yeah, actually, wow. in a couple, 23 on the 23rd. That's oh, that's cool. All right, Keely Oswald wants to know, favorite way to spend the day as a whole family? That's a good question. Um, ooh, board games. Board games, board games. What's your or favorite? card games. We love to play. Oh, we go. We love to every year for Christmas. We buy, we buy a game. Oh, we just love to play games because it's hilarious. And I love. I think that's one of the best sounds is listening to everybody laugh about it. Oh my god, the giggles get going. <laughs> yeah. When we did um, spring break, not this time around because that was Florida, but spring break two years ago, we actually went to Nashville, Tennessee, and we took games with us and sat in the hotel room. And oh my gosh, the laughter. Oh, they got the giggles. They were laughing so mm. hard. They couldn't breathe. That's it was so hilarious. Fun. You don't that's have a one that you like more just, than anything else? Uno is probably my favorite. Uno. Okay. What about just like Catan? the regular? 
I don't play that one real you well. You don't play Catan? You Mm-mm. don't like it? That would be Dan. I could learn it. I just okay. don't think I know how to play it. Do you like it? What? Catan? Catan? I don't, e- I don't even you know what that is. Catan? I want to play. I've never played yeah, it's like a, a strategy game, game isn't mm-hmm. it? It's like a strategy it's kind game. Of like a strategy See, my dad game. would only, my mom was always the one that did games with us, but if we had a strategy game, my dad would definitely sit down and play those games with us. Right. I can't remember what the other one's called, but it's like where you build railroads from one side to the other. Stratego? Ticket, ticket to Ride. Yeah. Ticket to ticket Ride. Ticket to Ride's a really good one. Monopoly. Oh, yeah. All those games. I yeah. love, yeah. we just love games. Card game, Zuno? Oh, no, yeah. Huh. What about you Phase 10? You like phase 10? It's all right, but it takes forever. It does take forever. We know like you it. can get through faster. Hand and foot. That's I've never good, played that. Good, that card game takes forever. But I'm it's really good at, uh, what's that called? Uh, sh- not shades, but it's, it sounds like that. It <laughs> sounds like what? Shades. Shades? Um, spades. That's what it is. <laughs> no. Spades. That's, spades. Yeah, yeah, spades. Yeah, I'm not good at Hearts. that. I, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay, sorry. We, we love playing games. Track. Go ahead. All right, Bree Sullivan. Janelle is such a sweet soul. What is your go-to quick, healthy meal? Salsa chicken. Salsa chicken chicken. in the crock pot, Mm -hmm. I'm assuming. Yep. We put chicken or pork. We just put the salsa in, in the crock pot, put the chicken or pork, because sometimes if I don't have chicken, I have pork on hand. Yeah. Chicken or pork in there and um, just put the lid on and let it go. And then once the chicken's done, shred it and then add a little bit of um, splash of ranch dressing because it's salsa ranch chicken, really. And then okay. add black beans and corn. We started doing that because that stretches it a little farther. Yeah. <laughs> and then serve it over, we prefer brown rice, but brown rice or white rice or put it in a taco shell or okay, whatever. Wow. Super simple. Uh-huh. And you can never go wrong with Mexican food, I feel like. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unless you eat out Mexican, then you can go wrong. Yeah, that yes. is true. All right, Peggy Eads. When did she first learn about Jesus and what keeps her heart on fire for him? Um, I was four years old. I remember actually being in Sunday school class with my mom. Judas, who remembers four years old? <laughs> I know, I remember last she had year. A, she had an ape. She always wore an apron. To class. Who? My mom. mom. And so she, she was had, the one that taught it? Yep. Okay. And she had little things tucked in the apron and that would either, either for telling the story or it was little treats depending on what we were doing that day. Um, little things that she would pull out that was for the craft or whatever. And I just remember her telling us about the salvation story and I... Wow. That's stuck I, ever since then. Yeah. Yep. And so what keeps you on fire? Yeah. Just seeing... I don't know. I think this is going to sound weird. I was very type A when we moved here. Very much type A. Dan will tell you. And <laughs> I, I don't know, just being in, like, are the sunsets and sunrises better here than in, are they just better in the country than they are in the city? Because I feel like we didn't have them in the city. Well, I don't think you can see them as well. Yeah, sure. probably I don't not. Know, because, yeah. like, even even Hannah, like, she'll, and, and, and Stella, Stella is my 13-year-old. And then Tayden, I don't know if Aaron does it because he doesn't talk about it. Tayden's my 17-year-old. And then Hannah, the six-year-old, they are obsessed with sunrises and sunsets mm. and are actually disappointed now that it's dark in the morning and they can't see them on yeah. the way to school. Mm. And I just feel like just nature itself. Yeah. You know, you yeah. go outside to take the dogs out and I can hear frogs. I'm like, nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I live in the city part of, I still, I call all of Huntington the country. I live in the city part of the country. But <laughs> yeah, like I, but like I said, right, I yeah. take care of people that live out in the country. Mm-hmm. And it's just amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. All right. Jamie Tackett, do you know someone specific that we can stand together in prayer for? Mm, like giving was, a specific name? Um, I, that's a, what she's saying, but maybe for discretion. 
I don't know how we could make that discreet. I don't know. Yeah, or is there anything that we can pray for you about? No, I'd say definitely pray for our kiddos all being in school and everything that they have to go go through. I used to sit in the, I don't, location for me wise has changed, but I used to sit in the hallway before my, because I got up before the kids every morning and I'd sit in front of their doors and pray over them every day. Oh, wow. Before, now I'm in the kitchen, but um, <laughs> I pray in the kitchen. But, um, but yeah, I just pray over our kiddos because they've got so much that they things yeah. that they have to face that we never had to. And oh, I'm like, yeah. Oh That's my sure. goodness. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. Yeah. And my do- my sister, her little guy is four and just them starting to explore, like, are we doing preschool or school with him? Or are we homeschooling? Are we doing private school? And they're starting to look at those things. And I'm just thinking, you know, does the things that kids have to go through these days, goodness gracious. Are they in Illinois? Yes, they are. Oh, they're gosh. actually in this in the Northwest suburbs. So still they're in the suburbs, but it's still very much. Yeah. It's different there. Yes. Yeah. No, it's, it's way different there. It's right. way different. Yeah. And those are the questions. Okay. So okay. Jenny, give us the yep. number and. So if you are not on our texting group, we want you to join it. So by doing that, you text podcast to 260-408-8383. And that gets you into our texting group. And each week I send out a text that lets you know who's going to be on the podcast. And I give you a brief bio. That way you can ask questions back. So we want you to be involved. If you don't want to answer that question, but you want to ask something throughout the week, or you know somebody that wants to be on the podcast, go ahead and send us a text. Yeah, good. So Janelle, thanks. It's You're obviously great to see you. Thanks. And I, you know, I've said from the beginning, from where you guys were to where you guys are today, like it's so fun watching your journey, you know, and how you guys, because the other thing is you guys were involved from the beginning. Mm-hmm. I mean, we- you guys have been highly involved at Life Church, And I mean, Dan has been the one constant in youth since really and maybe you even in children's i just know mm-hmm. more about youth because when i was the youth pastor of yep. life church Dan Dan. He, he's more he's always been more youth and i've always been more children's yeah. but my degree's in preschool so yeah yeah but from the beginning yep. you know they have been highly involved wow. and still are great to volunteer Thanks. you know great hearts so first of all, thank you. you know, mm-hmm. and Thanks for coming on and, you know, sharing your journey and what mm-hmm. God's doing in your life. And we'll just pray that you continue down that road and allow God to continue to use you. So when Jenny puts this out, make sure that you share it, like it, comment on it. Uh, yeah. so that we can get more people to view Janelle's story. If you see her on a Sunday morning, yes. come up and say hi. Again, as the church grows, one of the ways that things that this podcast does is help people get to know people. Mm-hmm. So if you see Janelle, come up and say hi to her, just encourage her, you know, in her walk and in her journey. Um, and again, we just thank everybody for joining us and we'll see you guys next week. Bye.